Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aquarian Mind Podcast. Today's podcast, episode number 253. I'm your host, Jamel Crothers. You guys know what time it is. It's Mondays with Mello, and I'm talking about what's on my mind. So today, I'm going to delve into the journey of shifting careers, right? Because everyone, you know, has that moment in their life where what they're doing is not fulfilling. And that's a large percentage of people I think in this world, to be brutally honest. And there's some people who stick in their careers because the money, you know, is good and they have the nice, you know, five bedroom, three bathroom home where they probably only use like two or three bedrooms and maybe use two bathrooms at that. It's just the ability to gloat. Um, People are able to buy the cars that they want and all that stuff, right? And it happens. You know, there are athletes who are gifted and talented at what they do, but they don't work hard enough at it. They just like the lifestyle and the money that, you know, brings them the fame, right? Same thing. So when you're shifting careers, and you finally figure out, okay, this is what I'm meant to do, right? Like, let's just say you're in corporate America and you're a great artist and you know that you're really meant to be doing the artwork that will inspire and motivate and, you know, change the world, but you're sitting, you know, at a desk making $80,000 a year, you got a nice apartment, nice car, but you're not fulfilled, right? Because the possessions don't, give you the happiness and don't give you the fulfillment, right? So I need you guys to think right now, are you fulfilled in what you're doing in your life right now? Are you happy? And I'm talking about just every aspect of happiness, not just one or two things. I'm talking about the four major ones, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. You can add financially if you want to, but I try not to make the whole career passion thing all about money um, because when you make it about money, you really don't get the fulfillment out of what you're doing, right? And there are people who I know personally that love what they do and they make great money. And then there are people I know that make good money, but don't love what they do. And they refuse to let go of the financial uh, parts of what they do to go really do what they're supposed to do. And I'll speak of, you know, my experiences and what, you know, I've gone through to get to where I am currently. So if you guys don't know my story, um, I, have been in sports for a very long time. I will say I've been involved in sports since I was 17. Yeah, so from about 17 to 33, I was involved in some way, shape or form in sports. <laughs> 17, I was, um, you know, doing the shot clock and the operations for the 
high, my high school men's basketball games. So that's where it started, you know, there. Went to college, worked for the men's basketball team for four years. Along with that, my last two years of college, along with working for the men's basketball team, I worked in intramural sports as a basketball referee, water polo, flag football, and volleyball. Along with that, I was a supervisor of about 20 to 25 referees. So I did that for the last two years, along with working as the manager of the men's basketball team. So basically, in a nutshell, my junior and senior year, along with having five classes, if I wasn't working a men's basketball game, I was working intramurals, in a nutshell, because they both couldn't run at the same time because of the structure of the, um, the gym and the arena of where I went to school. Neither here or there. Out of college, briefly worked in the medical field, which I ended up coming full circle and I'm back in the medical field now for the past six years, going on seven in about two months. But anyway, so did that for about a couple of months. That was about the little, that was the little gap of nine months where I wasn't in sports. But after that, worked for the NBA, 2006, 2007 season, got laid off there, worked for Major League Baseball for a season. Got laid off there, ended up being a basketball referee for um, one of the biggest intramural, adult intramural um, sports leagues, you know, in New York, which was Zox Sports. Was a referee for them part-time for seven years, did some work in their corporate office, I think in like the last nine months of my time there at Zox Sports. So while I was doing, you know, the operations part-time, I was also part-time referee. Good money, but no medical benefits, no 401k, none of that, right? Um, in between, you know, me refereeing for them, I worked at the NBA store when it was the big store on Fifth Avenue and 52nd Street. Yeah, if you ever was in New York City, ever traveled there and walked past that store on Fifth Avenue, I worked there at a time. I worked there for a year. And I shifted into leaving there, went to work for Converse, which is owned by Nike. If you guys don't know by now, they've been owned by Nike for over 10 plus years. Um, the shift of that company changed immensely when Nike took over them and Kohan. I don't think Nike has ownership of Kohan anymore. I think they let that go. I'm not totally sure. It they still might own it. I think they still I think they still own it. But anyway, um, so I've been in sports for a very, very, very long time. Um and uh been involved in a lot of, you know, different things. Um, with Zox Sports, I did a lot of events. I did, you know, corporate leagues, um, corporate events. Uh, was a supervisor for over 20 referees, scheduling them, making sure their payroll's good, hiring new referees, bringing them into the mold, training new, refer training new referees. I was part of the whole spiel. My point is, is that I did it, I loved it, I had a passion for it, but then my body burned out. By the time I got certified as a basketball referee, my body was done. I had already put my knees through enough and my back was given out. <laughs> so I had to walk away and I had a potential career at probably being a college basketball referee. It's just how good I was at understanding the game and the angles and learning new things and 
seeing how fast the game is when you're, you know, refereeing uh, high school kids who run like cheetahs. When you're doing adult leagues, they're most people, most of those guys were, you know, athletes when they were younger and they're still trying to stay in shape in their 30s. It's different. The pace of the games are different. But anyway, worked in sports for a very long time and I enjoyed it and I thought I really was meant to do that. Wanted to be on TV, wanted to be the next Stephen A. Smith, uh, had a YouTube page in my early 20s, a whole lot of things, right? But I had been writing for over 20 years poetry since I was 13. And I decided, well, let's try this writing thing. I had a love-hate relationship with writing and poetry and all that stuff. And a lot of people didn't even know I, I wrote. And they would find out years later when I started publishing books. And when I stepped into the realm of writing books, uh, it changed the landscape of my life. And after writing a few books, that's when I knew I had something. And I didn't realize how special and gifted I was. But I found out in my early to mid-30s. So sometimes we think we're meant to be doing some certain something, but in actuality, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be doing what you were put on this earth to do, right? You were put on the, put in this lifetime to, uh, you know, you know, do certain things, whether it's write, coach, um, motivational speaker, probably all three. But you're not going to know until you fully invest yourself and you immerse yourself into fully learning who you are. I had no idea I would be where I am seven years later. I was just on a journey and I was just embracing it. And I was addressing a lot of social issues that are going on around us. And I am continuing to do that. And I feel like this is my life's purpose. And there's a good chance that I'm probably going to be writing books till mm, I'll say 2030, give or take. And who knows what will happen after that. But there are a lot of other things that people say, you know, they think that I'm going to end up doing. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, we'll see. Um, but what I'm saying is, is it's okay to shift from one career to another one. It's okay to want to try something new. It's okay to want to walk away from something where you're unhappy. And I see so many stories on social media of that. And it makes me smile. It makes me happy because it reminds me of where I was seven years ago, where I made a huge shift and change. And when I walked away from being a certified basketball referee because of the politics and BS that goes on behind the scenes that people have no idea what goes on on the high school uh, landscape of men's basketball, um, I could have went, you know, the other route and went and got certified as a women's basketball referee and would have climbed the ranks really quick and been doing low division one by now. We're probably in the higher realm of division one basketball. Who knows? But that wasn't my path. That's not what God wanted me to do. Right. 
He knew all along. The funny thing is, is God will let you do all of these things. He's like, okay, you know what? Oh, all right. I'll put you here. All right, I'll put you there. All right, I'll put you there. And then you eventually are going to realize that this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Right? So I want you guys to think about where you guys are in your lives currently right now. And I want you guys to really um, take the time to learn who you are and figure out what you're meant to do and go after it because you want to be someone that doesn't have regrets in life. I always said I was never going to live in New York forever. And I said it for a long time. The funny thing is, is a lot of people, you know, that you're close to, they'll take what you're saying, but not, they'll take it with a grain of salt. And then when it gets to that point where it's like, all right, guys, I'm leaving, then things get real. And then people start looking at you like, wait, oh, snap, he's for real. And then it happened. And now I'm out here. And my life has shifted and changed in so many ways. I don't have too many down days. My days are a lot, lot, lot better. And weather does affect it. So if you want to leave your city, do it. If you want to live a certain place, do it. Um, you want to live a certain lifestyle, work for it. You want to travel, find that career that's going to allow you to do that. Um, so just make sure that you're happy. And with that said, that's my podcast for today. Thank you guys for listening. As always, be good, everyone, and go accomplish your goals.